Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? It's your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And it's your girl, Queen K. I'm the Vision. And welcome back to another episode of Queen's Revives and Vision. So, Queen K, how was your week been? It's been pretty good. I can't complain. Um, I got out this weekend, and I realized that I'm old. I'm not built for this life. Uh-huh. But I, overall, it was really fun and exciting. Um, if anybody know me, y'all know I don't go nowhere. I stay in the house, but this time I was like, okay, we're gonna go out. So it was, it was really fun, just getting back into my mode now. Um, so I can't complain. Um, school's still going well for me. Um, hopefully, uh, I'll be move. Well, not hopefully. I know I'll be moving. Um, in the new year, so new year, new start. Um, uh, for me and yes. my family. Um, so that's a blessing within itself, right there. So I can't complain about nothing. How about you? That's what's up. Congratulations. It's always good to have new starts. Um, this weekend was very good. Man, like, I'm I'm, I'm going to give a shout-out later, but I actually got to go out to see Philly Celeb. Um, shout-out to him. He uh, is He's filming a, movie, a short film called Gideon's War. And um, okay. just to see behind the scenes and just seeing, like, how they shoot the angles, I'm like, oh, shit. This really makes sense. Like, you know, like, you know, just to see behind the scenes, it was dope. And I got to interview the cast, and it was just so dope. And it's crazy because we talked about um, how to separate yourself from the character that you're playing, but the message of getting out of your own head kept coming up last night. And I said, that's crazy because me and my co-host, Queen K, is talking about that tomorrow. And one of the guys was like, because, you know, Slay Mice was on there, and she was saying how she had came on our podcast before. So the guy came up to me, and he was like, do y'all still have that podcast? And I was like, absolutely. So I sent him the flyer, okay. and he said he'll support. Yeah. It was it was such a dope time. <laughs> dope, dope. Okay, y'all. Well, we're going to jump on into the A.O. King and Queen. I'm sorry, y'all. Am I wrong? I think it is, yeah, the A.O. King and Queen quote. Um, they're they're not sponsored by Pinterest this time around, y'all. I actually found these on Facebook scrolling, but they were really dope. So the first one says, sis, okay, but this could be for my men too, so we're going to just say king or queen, be alert enough to catch the shade, but healed enough to go about your business. Y'all, we don't have to respond to everything. We don't have to lower our vibration to address certain stuff. Some stuff, just peep it, know how to move accordingly around that person, and let it go because it's not going to make or break you. You know, it's not going to add to what you're doing. It's only going to stop you and take your focus off of your main goal. So just know, know, you know, be alert to, to catch it, but heal to just go about your business. Everything does not deserve a reaction. And my second one is, there is no reason to look back when you have so much to look forward to. Y'all, I stay mm. stuck in the past all the time, but just knowing, like, the things that God has planned for me, because he does show you visions of what you can have, you just have to go out there and grab it. So just knowing that I have a bright future ahead of me, I'm, I'm trying to train my mind to stop focusing on the past. I can't change it. I can't fix it. I just need to learn from it and move on accordingly so that way my past won't reflect into my future. 
So I hope those two quotes help somebody like they helped me. Um, and last, now we're going to jump on into the Queen K Slate Tips. Um, y'all, I do have a slate tip for your hair. Um, I know that during this winter, okay, so when it starts to get brittle cold outside, my hair thins. So if you struggle with thinning hair, apply castor oil to your hair three to four times a week. What this does is it will thicken out your hair. Or you could just buy some Queen K growth oil and your hair will be thick and long. There we go. Um, okay, that is my Queen K slate tip. Now we're going to jump on into the sipping tea for the soul topic. Complex, what you got for us tonight? All right, kings and queens out there, the sipping tea for your soul topic is getting out of my own way. Um, I decided to bring this to the platform, and I brought it to Queen K's attention because I feel like, for me, I live rent-free in my head a lot. And Queen K was like, you know, I could definitely relate to it. You know, like she said in her quote, living in the past. So I was like, let's talk about it. So um, my aspect is how do we get here? So my first question is what does living in your head look like for you? And you can be as descriptive as you want. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So living in my head, is, okay, like a lot of people already know, like when I zone out, that's me in my head. Um, It's very cluttered in there. It's like a thousand and one thoughts. Um, They're not always good. I'll tell you, a majority of the time, they're very self-doubting and negative. Um, I, I'm trying to train my brain to think positive. Um, but, you know, you have to grow into that. And this is something that I've been doing all my life. So to change it, it's, it's taking a little longer. Um, but it's very dark sometimes, uh, dark to the point where I I just feel like I can't do nothing, like I'm useless, like I have no purpose here. Why am I still here? Um I can't accomplish anything. I'm not a good mother. Like, living in my head is just really a dark place sometimes. And then um, a lot of the times it causes me to overthink situations. Um, I'll overthink the way somebody texts me. Um, If somebody uses a capital word, they're screaming at me. If something they post up under my picture on Facebook, you know, they're trying to attack me. Um, Yeah, living, (laughs) y'all, this brain, if – if half the shit that I thought came out, y'all would be like, yo, what, what's wrong with you? You all right? So, yeah. Mm. What about for you? Man, a lot of things you said I can relate to. What it looks like for me living in my head, uh, it's it's a guarded person at times, wondering if people really do fuck with me like they say they do. Um, mm. It's a lot of going back and forth, you know, with, like, making decisions on certain things and not standing strong. It's a lot of, um, even though I'm learning to be gentle with myself, it's still a lot of times where I'm checking myself because I'm being hard on myself. Um, It's a lot of times with me striving for for perfection or sometimes it's, it's a lot of me, you know, like say if a person is going distant because they're going through something, sometimes I'll get in my head and think that I do something, and then I have to check myself and say, what What did you do? You know what I'm saying? The last time y'all talked, everything was good. So, uh, yeah, it's a lot. Uh, my next question is, what key factors play a part of you limiting yourself, like when it comes to opportunities, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to trusting yourself? Like, we can go there. <clears throat> Um, fear, um, fear and then not knowing, like I, I feared the unknown, 
Um, so I'll stop myself because oh, so I have to. I'm coming trying to get over this, right? But I have this thing with control. Like I need to know what's gonna happen. I need to know the outcome. I need to know how long. Like I need to know all of the details before I pursue something. So a lot of the times, if I don't have one of those factors, I will talk myself out of it, and it stops me from a lot. Like, um, mm. for instance, me starting this hair hair growth oil. Um, so I see what the product do, but y'all don't know. Like, this has been in the works for me for a long time, like a few years now, and I just really started selling it. And it's to the point where I didn't slapped off again out of fear because I see all these different companies coming out with stuff, and it's just like, well, what if, you know, my product doesn't do this person, you know, right? So fear is, like, the biggest thing that holds me back. And then, like, another thing is what people will say about me. Like, I I know, like, you're not supposed to care about what people say or, their you know, their criticism, but sometimes those critiques and me thinking what they probably will think, that holds me back from a lot of things. Like, I, like this weekend really showed me to just live your own life. Like, it's stuff that I did that I would never do because I would think that people would be like, oh, why are you doing that? Why are you with this? You know, just stuff like that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. For me, key factors that plays a part is uh, self-doubt, Um mm. Being guarded, because I'm talking about, like, in relationships. And what I mean by self-doubt is I get in my head so much. Like, I'm doing better because, remember, I think I said at the beginning of 2021 that I was going to just really start, you know, getting out there. Because, remember, I said I took a trip to Virginia, something that I would never do Mm -hmm. with a lot of strangers. So I'm getting better, but it's like, okay, say if some – okay, prime example, with Poconos. Queen K knows – you know what I'm saying, knows me the most after hitting the coyote. I do not fucking drive at night. The old me would have said, no, it's, it's going to get dark. I'm not going. But I said, you know what, we're going to get up early and we're going to go because, um, you know what I'm saying, we just going to leave a little bit early, before, you know, to, to beat the dark. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. But, you know what I'm saying, if I would have talked myself out and let fear set in, wouldn't have been able to go. But that is me at times. Self-doubt, guarded. Because in, like, you know, with just being in relationships and I'm not holding them accountable, I hold myself fully accountable for staying longer than I should have. I should have walked away after seeing the first red flag. But staying so comfortably and and seeing that this person is showing that they really don't give a fuck, it makes me feel like it's hard for me to trust the next person because people are so good at faking. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can only be nice for so long. Like you're gaslighting me because you know how to intensely love me, but you only do it to get what you want. Like you had said earlier, you had said earlier that you, um, you know, get comfortable in the boundaries book. It said, you know, you said you had a fear of the unknown. I'm sorry. In the boundaries book, it said when we have a fear of the unknown, that's what makes us get comfortable with the uh, with the abuse around us because we know those doors. Those doors are familiar. We know what's behind it when we open it. Bro, that shit had me, gave me goosebumps mm. when he said that. But uh, I think, okay, so those two. And I would say the last one is fear of the unknown. But um after just coming to a whole nother state and not really knowing what was going to happen and seeing the end results and then becoming a homeowner, 
you know what I'm saying? It's helping me to trust the unknown more, but those are the key factors that play in it. Um, my next question is, um, how are you working on being more gentle with your thoughts? Because I know you said earlier it's, it gets dark at times, and I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, I hear your voice telling me, <laughs> okay, Ned, be gentle with yourself. Stop saying that about yourself. You know, um, it's only really when you tell me, you know, please stop, or when my goddaughter tell me, can you please stop saying that? It people have to bring me back, but it it it, it depends on the person because I'm not gonna listen to everybody. Like I'm just gonna be honest, I only listen to those who I value so much. Like, when they said, because it's a different feeling, like, I feel like, okay, you really are affected by me saying this about myself, so I'm going to stop. Um, and another thing is I'm learning to just to just try to replace my negative thoughts with something positive. So anytime mm. I, like, say something that I shouldn't say about myself, I try to find one thing good that I can say about myself. So that kind of, like, it kind of try to counteract each other. And then, like, mm-hmm. I'll do stuff like I won't go to bed mad because I notice when I go to bed mad, I wake up mad, and my whole day is through off. So to get that negative energy off of me, I try to go to bed at peace, you know. I try to go to bed and declutter everything, you know. I I work through my problems. Um, anything that I might be facing, I take it to God. Um, God is another thing mm-hmm. because I keep telling myself I am beautifully made by him. Like, he handcrafted me. All of these features are his. So how dare I say anything negative, you know, or call myself ugly or something like that when he made me in his image. Um, so I'm, I'm really just learning to just take time with myself and know that it's okay if I don't succeed. I'm not going to succeed at everything, but the lessons that come from my failures, that's that's what I need to, to cherish so that I can grow. Um, and then another thing that makes me – Another thing that's helping me be gentle is the fact that I'm raising three kids, and I don't want them to pick up this behavior So, because uh, I'm trying to change the way I parent them. And I notice that a lot of the stuff that I do rubs off on them. So I can't keep telling them, be gentle with yourself. It's okay if they see me not doing it for my own self. So I have to realize mm. that there are three little lives watching me. So, yeah. Mm. Um, how I'm learning to be more gentle with my thoughts is – Focusing on the people that really celebrate me and um and don't tolerate me. And I had an epiphany today because I can use our friendship as a prime example because when I say, like, I'm so guarded, I feel like people who have really been there for me, I've had to make y'all jump through some motherfucking hoops with um, the ones that are on <laughs> fire just to show it. And it's like the, the big, the randomest epiphany, I don't remember what birthday it was, but I remember we got dressed up. I think it was your 24th birthday. We got dressed up just to go to your mama's house and have drinks. And then I think we went to Coney Island after that. And you was like, Tasha, uh-huh. you leaned over and you said, Tasha, I'm too drunk to drive. You're going to have to drive me back to my house because we were still in Taylor at the Coney Island. And I thought that she had forgot by the time we got back to the house. And she was like, come on, Tasha, because we had to go to her mama's house to get her car. She was like, come on, Tasha. I'm like, dog. <laughs> but it just made me think, like, if this girl didn't fuck with you, she trusted you to drive her. Because we were driving from Taylor back to Detroit. That was the fucking minute. Anything can happen going up Telegraph. <laughs> but I knew that I, I knew, <laughs> I knew that I loved you enough. And I was like, you know, what? I'm scared. Cause I, okay. 
before I before I started driving SUVs, Queen K can tell you I always had small cars. It was a neon and a focus. She had an impala. I'm like, that bitch is too fucking long. But I said, you know what, I'm gonna do it because she needs to get fucking home. It was it was crazy, but you know, I I just think <laughs> I just think about that. Um, and I also do my affirmations and like just with um going to that event yesterday, going to the Poconos. Uh, Sheen had called me after the Poconos, and he was like, I told everybody I was gonna tell you about yourself, so I'm calling to tell you about yourself. And he was like, that shit was so powerful. I want to network with you again and do another one. I want to put you at the end of it. So I was like, okay. Yes. I said, okay. I, can, I said, would you let me know? What the, I said, let me know what the topic is. I'll come up with three questions. He was like, no, you're not coming up with just no three questions. We're going to make this an hour. Like, for people to see how dope, you know what I'm saying, I am, it's like, dog, I got to get out of my head because it's sad that we don't never see ourselves the way other people see us. You get what I'm saying? Like, yes. it's, it's crazy. So, that's that's how I'm learning to be uh, more gentle with my thoughts. So my last question is, do you have to believe that you are the shit first? Like, I'm sorry, do you think you have to believe that you are the shit first so it can be easier to believe others when they tell you? Absolutely. This is personally. This is, okay. Absolutely. I feel like you have to be in tune with you, and you have to seek that positivity over your life before you can believe it from somebody else. Just like you have to mm-hmm. love yourself first before you can show anybody else how to love you, it's the same. It's the same thing. It applies. Like I have to fully believe that I'm a shit when I walk in this room. Like I'm gonna just be honest. Can nobody tell me nothing on my birthday? I don't care. Mm-hmm. I know I'm up there next to Beyonce, Kelly Rowland. Like I'm that bitch on my birthday. I and that's. I mean, that's how I should carry myself you know, any other day too. But on that day, my confidence is mm-hmm. high. And people don't realize, like, what you portray, that's how people treat you. If you think, oh, I look yep. bummy, oh, I'm not, you know, that's how people are going to see you. I don't care if I got on sweat and a T-shirt, baby. On my birthday, that sweat and T-shirt is a full outfit, okay? I'm going to walk with confidence. I'm going to walk with my head held high. And I guarantee somebody going to be like, oh, I like that. Oh, that's nice. You exude mm-hmm. confidence. Like, it literally oozes out of you. Like, that is so true. It oozes out of your pores. How you see you, that's how everybody else sees you. So in the morning, you should tell yes. yourself, I'm the sick. I, I'm that girl. I'm it. You know, that way you can walk around like that. Like, you have to honestly, wholeheartedly believe it before anybody else can. Mm-hmm. Man, um. I definitely agree with you. And how I'm starting to do that is I do look at myself in the mirror. And the other day I had did a live to promote myself. I'm going to promote myself later in the girl, I see you. But promoting this, you know, sessions that I'm trying to start accumulating. And I just started listening back to it. And how I'm learning to love myself is is starting to love the awkwardness about me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I don't look at the camera when I'm nervous. I just laugh at it and everything. Like, just to, like, like this is what makes you you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. and, and letting go of the voices that used to critique me because it's like you get critiqued so much so you just really don't know, like, am I enough? No, sweetie, I'm enough. And uh, shout out yep. to uh, Neef. He said it last night, you know, because he's a rapper and he was saying, I'm not good, you know what I'm saying? I, I have to realize that I'm great. I, I I believe that wholeheartedly. I am great. I am great at what I do. I'm great at writing. I'm great at making content for podcasts. I'm great at yeah. coming up with questions. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just good at it. And so, yeah, that's my take. Okay. Um, We're going to jump on into mine. Um, My first question is, now this is a big one, okay? I I don't know if I even got the answer for it, but how do you think we (laughs) overcome fear? Uh, Okay, so Sheen said it in one of his poems before. He said, fear stands for um, false evidence appearing real. So I would say Mm. whatever, like, yeah, you got to just write down what your fears are and just try your hardest to um, find ways to, like, you know, substitute it and find something else to replace. Like, I don't watch the news no more. I know that I really can't control going up, up and down Facebook or, you know, social media, but I don't watch the news anymore because that was my biggest depression. That kept me in anxiety, and that was why I used to get in my head. You know what I'm saying? I could have found poetry events or open mics way before I moved to Philly if I would have never let all the scary shit going on the news that I heard about Detroit happen. Um, I would say also to... Uh, I mean, I would say also, like, you know what I'm saying, to just, just do the opposite of what you would normally do. You know what I'm saying? Just just get out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 very uncomfortable, but growth is never, you know what I'm saying, um, comfortable. You know what I'm saying? When we grow or when our bodies grow, you know what I'm saying, our, our legs are getting longer and everything like that. So things have to adjust. Just like when a baby is growing inside of your stomach, everything shifts. Because you're you're producing Girl, yeah. life, you know what I'm saying. When our teeth is growing through our fucking gums and cutting them and everything, growth is uncomfortable. But once you have that baby, once you you know what I'm saying, you losing that weight and everything like that, and you see them results, it's the best thing ever. Like I'm so glad I went through it. You got to go through light and darkness to embrace, you know what I'm saying, the strengths and the weaknesses because it makes you you and it shows you what you're capable of. Um, trust me, fear. I feel I, I understand the saying, you really don't know how strong you are until you are up against fear. Because I'm telling mm. you, Pastor Pastor Mike Todd said it before. The things that God the things that God puts you up against, he already has a way of how he wants you to get out of it. Like seriously. Come on, like man. I always like I'm gonna speak my truth. I'm I'm not gonna minimize myself no more. When I was in the abusive relationship, baby, I never thought that, that would end because I was frustrated with myself. Like, we going back again? Uh, damn, again, girl? Like, you know how Vonti was? <laughs> again, girl? Like, we going back? I'm telling you, did not think. In the times where I was running, my heart was beating rapidly against my chest. I mean, like, you can feel that bitch knocking, trying to burst out because you're trying to move and you're scared that they're going to come home and catch you. There was a time when I left, how I was scared when I would go in that area. But it's like talking about it on this podcast, writing the book, journaling, you know what I'm saying, doing the reflection. Now I can go over there. I was able to actually get gas right around the corner from his house, didn't feel fear. I was able to Uber and pick somebody else, pick somebody up right around the corner from his house, did not feel fear. The results are there because I'm growing and healing from it. So that's my take. I'm sorry, but yeah, what's yours? Girl, sis, you better speak, okay? I was all in. I was all in. So I agree with everything you said, first of all. Um, I, like I said, I really don't know. Only thing that I've learned so far is that you have to face it. Like, you have to just step out on that limb, step out on faith, you know, and just know that God got you. You, um, yes. I know, like, that, that usually works 
for me. Like once I know, like okay, Nick, come on now, what are you, what are you gonna gain by not doing it? You know, then you're gonna be in that mindset of woulda, coulda, shoulda. No, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I want to see what's gonna happen. So I pray about it. I ask God to give me the strength so I can face it. And that's that's how I've been coming over fear, like overcoming fear. I mean, mm. um. Yes. Because you really have to pray on it. You you gonna need some extra strength. Like you gonna need some angels and God, you know, to help you. <laughs> yes. Because um, yes. I know with a lot of stuff that I do, I have to. Okay, God, look now, I'm back. Uh, you see what's going on. You see what I want to do. Uh, if this is your mm-hmm. plan, I'm gonna go ahead and push forward. Tell me, you know, if this is not. But yeah, you have to face your fear like that. That that stuff is true. You definitely have to face it in order to overcome it. Because once you see that it's not so yes. scary, and you grow stronger from it, you can conquer anything. Just take that yes. first. Yeah, I mean, step. look at you. Look at you. Girl. You were a teenage mom, and you did it. You started driving because you knew you had to do it. You drove all the way from Detroit all the way here. Shit, hell, I did the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we we go up yes. against the unknown all the time. I'm telling you, yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, my next question is, do you only question yourself or get in your head when judgment comes from someone close to you? Uh, I, Man, I honestly, in the past, yes. Man, like, I swear, like, okay, you remember that one time when I came home, and uh, I think, like, this was when I was still in the abusive relationship, and I had told you that I had went back, and you was like, Tasha, this ain't you. And it's like honestly, like mm-hmm. your advice stood out the most because it was like, <laughs> no, it's it's not funny because it's like you were always supportive. You've always been an open-minded person. You've always looked at it how I've looked at it. You can't help who you love. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be here mm-hmm. with you. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? Like I want you to be honest with yourself. But I'm not gonna judge you. I'm not gonna beat you up. But when you said that, and it wasn't judgmental, but it was just like, damn. So, shit, even, you know what I'm saying, even that don't really, you know what I'm saying, don't really approve of this. Like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? What happens mm-hmm. if you can't help you up? This, this must be serious. I'm telling you, yeah. like, you have, you, you have to, uh, okay, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Okay, wait, repeat the question one more time, because I lost my train of thought when I was born. Uh, there. Do you only question yourself or get in your head oh, yeah. when judgment comes from close to you? Yeah, but... Now it's more so me, like, you know, um, judge, like, it's, it's me questioning myself, like, because I, I be checking in mm-hmm. with myself. Like, when I do something and I try to act like it's not bothering me, it's like, really? You know what I'm saying? So you're really not feeling sad about that? you really not feeling like, come on now, you really going to lie to yourself? So, yeah, mm. I had to learn to not care about what other people think. What's your take? Um, Definitely. Um. I'll get in my head and overanalyze stuff. There's been a lot of times that you <laughs> talked me off of this damn cliff of mine. But um, mm-hmm. when it comes, okay, so I get in my head two times. Like, with you, you'll push me. Like, now, come on now, you know you can do this. Like, for instance, the trip to uh, when I drove to you, you was like, Nick, you can mm-hmm. do this. If I did it, you can do this. Like, come on now, you got this, just focus, you know, zone out to me, and I kept on saying, like, no, I don't think I can do this. I was in my head, like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. Oh, my God, I'm going to get lost. <laughs> no, you're not. But I, okay. <laughs> but I ended up doing it. So it was like, you know, who 
cool, but then I can take words from somebody that's like family, but I know it's like hating in a sense mm-hmm. when they say certain stuff to me. Okay, mm-hmm. so for instance, I got my tongue pierced. I got the uh, snake eyes. And when I was okay. showing everybody, you know, um, my siblings was like, Nick, what the, why would you do that? Like, what are you going through? Da, 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 da. And I was just like, oh, wow. oh my God, I'm stupid. Why the fuck did I get this? But now it's just like, oh, well, oh, well. But it's yeah, like just certain it's, it's stuff expression. like that, like depending on, huh? I say it's, 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 it's you just having creative expression. Yeah, and that's how I viewed it. Like, this was my release. Like, this is how, like, piercings and tattoos, that's my release. I found out that that's what I enjoy, and it helps me. Like, it's, I know people are like, it's self-mutilation. That's, you know, mutilating your body. Okay, but y'all don't have to live this life that I live. And as long as me and God cool, I'm all right, you know? So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I it, it all depends on, like, who it comes from when I'm in my head in a negative way versus when I'm in my head and they can speak me to the, the light. So, like, your mm-hmm. words encourage me. You encourage me to go ahead, step out on faith, take my time, you know, set my boundaries, stuff like that. That puts me in my head but in a positive space versus someone mm-hmm. critiquing what I do or what I wear. So, yeah. Um, my next question is, do you need the support of a village to help you get out of your head? I would say absolutely. Like, I know I said a long time ago before, like, it all depends on how strong you are. Even if you are strong, sometimes you do need to get around healing circles to make sure you're on the right path. And, like, that's why I go to the events that Sheen hosts, Meditate with a Purpose, Painting with a Purpose. That's why I go to open mics because, you know, like, they're always, someone is always going to be vulnerable there and someone's always going to have a comb or a song that's going to speak to you to let you know you're not alone. So I feel like you really yeah. do need a village. You need someone to check in because sometimes, let's just be honest, we all, we're not robots. You know what I'm saying? We can't always keep a balance between our, our, our negative and our positive thoughts. Sometimes the negative will try to over, you know, over um, consume. And if you're not strong enough, Hell, even if even the strongest person can fold, and if you let that shit yep. consume you, who somebody else needs to pull you out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, honestly, like me and DC are no longer cool anymore. But it's like I I thank that man for being there when I was pulling myself out of the depression. You know what I'm saying? Coming out of that situation, and like it just makes me think back to our giving grace. I give him grace, like you know what I'm saying? Like it's no bad blood. We just grew apart. You get what I'm saying? And it's like your 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 season is up in my life. You know what I'm saying? I be forgetting mm-hmm. when people come in and out of my life. It's for a reason. And I have a reason, too. Sometimes they're not always meant to be, you know what I'm saying, here for the long run. They're just meant to be here for a season. So, you know what I'm saying? But I, he was he was a village. You know what I'm saying? And he helped me to be a village for you. You know what I'm saying? Because someone yeah. finally cared enough to really stressed over and over again. No, baby, this is an addiction. This ain't no regular type love. You got to leave. So I'm sorry. I'm getting long-winded. What about you? Girl, no, you okay. This is our platform. You are okay. Um, <laughs> I love when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is ours. We, this is ours. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I definitely feel like it has been very beneficial for me to have a supportive 
group around me, and it's not even composed of a lot of people, um, but the people that I do have, I genuinely do. Like, I don't try to pour all my problems, you know, at one time. Like, I'll try to face shit on my own, but at the end of the day, I'll be needing those certain people to pull me out of my own head because I can go over it. Like, for instance, when I was a few months ago, I was trying to wean myself off of these mood stabilizers that my doctor has prescribed to me um, just to control my mood and to get me throughout my day. Um, Cool. I started getting sick off of them. Um, I started getting Mm. sick, so I was like, I don't know if it's a combination of the other medicines that I'm taking or what. So I tried to wean myself off. Realizing that the side effects, of course, when you take any antidepressant or mood stabilizer, it only enhances those negative thoughts. I was really going Mm -hmm. through a dark, dark time a few months ago, and it, it scared me because stuff that I was thinking about again and stuff that I wanted to do to myself, and I just didn't like it. So I really, like, leaned on, like, you would ask me, like, what's wrong? I know something is wrong. You sure you don't want to share nothing? But it was just hearing you and expressing how you've been networking, how you've been out here, you know, going to these events, how you won an award. And then uh, my God, baby, her getting her new car. It was those moments in my village that let me know it's going to be all right for you, Matt. It's going to be all right. Just keep mm-hmm. pushing. And y'all just constantly poured in love to me. Like, even though I wasn't telling y'all what was wrong, I know y'all could sense it. Like, you're miles, thousands of miles away from me, but you can tell by the tone of my voice when something is off. And you know what mm-hmm. me not to push it. But you're going to come, you know, you're going to figure it out at the end of the day. So I really mm-hmm. appreciate that. And I feel like everybody should have a, a village around them. And make sure yes. your village is people that you know got your back and that's just not about to just talk shit about you. Like, my God, baby, she could tell if I'm off just by how I look in my face. Like, I could say, oh, I'm fine, but she'll know in my eyes, like, it's something off, but I'm not going to push it. Mm-hmm. So my kids are yeah. getting like that, too. So, like, the village that I have is tight-knit. Like, they could pick up on my actions, and I definitely feel like I need all of y'all, like, to keep me out of my head, especially in that dark place that I'm telling y'all. That that moment, that those that month was the hardest month for me to even make it out of. So I'm so thankful for y'all and God for allowing y'all in my life because y'all don't know how much y'all really did save me. Um Yeah, and, and you know, and you'll get the strength to be your own village too though, because like I'm telling you, like like you said, you don't wanna you like you say you feel bad. You don't want to pour into people. I'm telling you, I had to do it too because, baby, there's gonna be some days where you are gonna have them dark thoughts and you try to call everybody and no one's gonna answer because God wants to see. Are you gonna bring it to me? You know what I'm saying? Like, are, are, are you gonna let me give you the tools? Because I'm telling you, like, yes, DC was there, but there was days you know what I'm saying where he was going through what he was going through too. So. I had to, like, you know what I'm saying, find ways to overcome my depression. And that's how I started listening to podcasts. I just started typing in podcasts that deals with um, overcoming depression. And a lot of self-love podcasts came up. And just listening to them, the things that they were saying, it started making me connect the dots. Mm. Okay. Um, my last, I'm sorry, y'all, I was getting emotional. Uh, <laughs> my last question is... <laughs> 
Do you think challenging or traumatic experiences led to us stand, staying in our own way, standing in our own way? Oh, yes. Yes. Um, I know for me, um, I, okay, I didn't have it as rough as the next person. You know, I had a I had a roof over my head. Um, I lived in the nice suburbs. I went to nice schools, but um, I saw a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? I seen drugs going out the house. I seen the house get raided. You know what I'm saying? Because of my, you know, my uncles. Yeah, it, it, it was a lot. I didn't hear arguments. I didn't hear physical abuse next door. Baby, I daydreamed a lot. I used to put my headphones on as soon as I got my first CD player at seven years old. It was it was over from there. I used to imagine me on a stage somewhere singing. When we used to be in the group 3DS, baby, I daydreamed that because I was like, I got to live us a better life. I got to live us a better life. But the thing about it is people around you know how to get in your head and pull you right back out the shit, right? And it makes you mad because it's like, no, don't fuck up. Don't fuck up my imagination, nigga, because my imagination and my dreams is way better than this reality. Um, it, it does shape you, especially when you have to learn to go into survival mode because I feel like our parents and the one that raised us, you couldn't really show vulnerability around them because their frustration did not have the patience for it. So they would tell you, shut up, I'll give you a reason to cry. Baby, I had to learn how to cry suddenly. And then there was a time where I learned to turn it off. So you get in your head so much, and then now when you're starting to have these epiphanies about some shit that ain't right, you all over the place. Because even though I'm on this self-love healing journey, I'm still learning how to live in the moment. I'm still learning how to, mm-hmm. okay, which part do I heal now? Which part do I heal now? But I can only do as much as I can. When I find myself living in the past, I close my eyes and say, okay, what's going on right now? And I have to literally name everything that's happening in that moment to stay in the moment. I'll be like, you got your leg mm. loaded. The light is on. Mm. This song is playing. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, what about you? I definitely agree with you. I feel like um, my my experiences in life have definitely been challenging and traumatic, and I feel like that's why I feared the unknown because a lot of the times we didn't know where we were going to lay our heads at at night, you know, and that was me as a child. And then um, we didn't know where our next meal was going to come from. Um we didn't know when they was going to come put us out, you know. So it was a lot of stuff that I went through. And then not only that, um, not having a voice, you know. it, You know, in every black household, especially with us coming yeah. up, it was whatever goes on in this house stays in this house. You know, you be quiet mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah. set up, stop talking back when I'm just trying to express myself. So that made me learn to just stay I in my head. shut your so ass like, up. Like, yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So I, I used to just, all the scenarios used to just play in my head. And I was just this child walking around just in, in her own head. Like, and it just carried on into mm. my adulthood. So a lot of the stuff, like to this day, a lot of stuff still triggers me from my childhood. Mm. Um I'm not going to just make it seem like it was oh so bad. I mean, you know, I I commend my parents. I commend them because um, we all remained a unit. Yeah, we had some dark days, but we faced them together. Um, had some very dark moments, but we faced them together. I, you know, I'm not trying to throw them under the bus. 
I just feel like, you know, hey, they did what they what they thought they was doing right. But um yeah. But yeah, I definitely fear a lot of stuff and I really feel like that's why why I am how I am now. Like me overworking myself. I overwork mm-hmm. myself because I'm constantly in my head to make sure I can provide a life for my kids to where they'll never have to face what I face coming up. So I'm tearing my own body down because I'm so in my head that I'm just trying to make sure everything is good. They got this. They got that. You know, they don't have to want for nothing. They don't have to need for nothing. So, yeah, me saying that my head is definitely breaking my body down. But, yeah, those experiences definitely help me stand in my own way a lot. I understand. I didn't think this show was gonna drag me today, but it definitely did. Oh damn! I thought it was—I thought it was a lighthearted one. My bad. <laughs> oh girl! Oh the, god! The Impala story. The Impala story was funny oh. though, because <laughs> I was scared was. as shit going up Telegraph. Girl, I was shaking was. like a stripper. Like please don't crash. I remember. I remember. Uh, Chris was like, "I'll drive," and I'm like, "No, I don't want him to drive." <laughs> I damn with that damn okay. man. I heard you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, okay, we gonna jump on into the as a woman question complex. What you got for us tonight? All right, so the as a woman question is: What do you think is unique about you? Like that's different from other females you come across. The way I think, I really think the way I think. Like I, I, okay. So I know I have my dark thoughts, but. The way I think and how business-oriented I am, I feel like I set the bar pretty high when it comes to that because I'm not all about gimme, gimme, gimme. Like, no, it's what do you need? How can, you know, I think about other people a lot. So I feel like that's what sets me apart because, yeah, sure, I can, I'm good, but are you good? And I think, like, with a lot of, well, not with a lot of, like, I had a lot of relationships, but with a lot of men that I talk to, that's what amazes them the most about me is because the fact that I can factor them in, too. Like, it's not always about me. I need to make sure your mental space is good. Like, how are you feeling today? You know, um, how can we try to work through some of your issues? Like, I'm that type of person. I really like to help other people. I listen, you know, I listen with intent to help. You know, if they mm-hmm. ask for it, because I, you know, that can be a little pushy. You're trying to solve everybody's problems, and they probably don't even need nobody to solve them. They just need somebody to talk to or cuddle with. So I really think the way <laughs> I think sets me apart. I think that's what's unique about me, because I can be crazy on one spec, or I can be cool. It, it all depends on what day it is or what hour it is. How about you? Uh, I would say what's unique about me is. My way of thinking, too, because it's very different, very different and very profound. And people always say when I, when I, they talk to me, I make them see something about themselves, whether that's just mm-hmm. through conversation, through the podcast, or reading. And it's like, oh, okay, well, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I really do have a way. I know I have a way with words because I really just be being honest with myself. And it's just like, damn, <laughs> like, you know, my words are telling you, you're not alone. So I think that that's very unique. Um, I have not come across the right man yet, you know what I'm saying, that can deal with that and want to be in a relationship. But that's okay because mm-hmm. I've learned to still embrace it. And um, I just watched Pastor Mike Todd's um, Sowing Seeds, like the Harvest Season series, and he was yeah. saying in there, like, you know, I just plant them seeds. So I know that 
Um, even though, you know what I'm saying, some guys are scared to go all the way, I know anybody that I've come across will never forget me because I made them, I challenged them to think in some way about themselves. Like yesterday, one of the guys gave me a hug after the podcast, and she was like, dog, I really love that Stimulate Your Mind session. So, yeah. Mm. Go on, girl. Okay. Thank you. Um, all right, we're going to jump on into the to my kings and queens complex. Who you highlight tonight? So I'm going to shout out Philly Celeb. Thank you for inviting me yesterday to see behind the scenes. I learned so much. I learned that the director really has to guide the actors on how to bring that emotion out. Um, mm. Thank you for inviting me around some dope people who have so much confidence. They know they are gifted. And just seeing how they got lost in the roles, like, baby, I felt like, like, shit, I was watching a reality show, but it's like, no, they're really acting. Because, you know, I was really in the room. And, oh, my gosh, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, I just want to say thank you for just, just seeing that, that strength, you know, that, 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 thank you for seeing me. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for seeing my dopeness and everything and bringing me around people that sees it as well. So I see you. And, like, you know what I'm saying, just shout out, like, just hearing how highly they talked about him yesterday, that man has been putting a lot of people on, you know what I'm saying. Like, a lot of people was like, you know, this this my first movie, you know what I'm saying, Philly Soleil put me on, you know, to my acting career. Like, it was just so dope. That's dope. Um, Me, this is just a general shout out to everybody. I love y'all. Keep pushing forward. I know this world is crazy. But we got this. That is a shout-out to all my kings and queens today. Um, yeah. All right. So we're going to jump on into that AO Ask Queen K. Complex, you got anything to ask me today? Hell, yeah, I do. Um, so I came right. across Kira J dragging me. It says, the minute you feel yourself begging for somebody's time, you should fall back and reclaim yours. What's your take on that? Mm. Girl, yes. Um, I told myself that the next relationship that I step in, I have to remember that I am connect. I am not him. Mm -hmm. It is not me and him. No, it is just me. I need to remain busy. I need to remain into myself. I need to make sure that I'm still doing everything for myself before I met him, you know, because my thing is, so quickly we, we lose ourselves in, in a relationship, you know, and that's like right off the bat, especially if they, they treat you right, they're saying the right words, and everything is just beautiful. You have to remember that you are still your own person at the end of the day because what will happen mm-hmm. is you'll be expecting them to reach out. You'll be expecting them to be over there. You'll be expecting them to be laying with you at night, and when that doesn't happen, that causes problems. But you have to remain yes. busy. You have to go back to how you was because once you start canceling stuff out, then you got all this idle time, and all you're doing is reflecting on the fact of why they ain't here. They know they need to be here. No. Mm-hmm. Reclaim your own mm. time. Like when I find myself Every wanting word. to be with somebody else, I just be like, oh, what can you be doing, ma'am? I know it's something on this damn list of stuff that you got. So come on. So that's how mm. I I definitely feel like that. What about you? What's your take on it? Girl, everything that you just said, baby, I'm over here jumping. My soul is jumping. I'm sitting down, but my soul is jumping up and down because everything that you just said, like, no, like, seriously, like that expectation, expecting them. So I'm going to keep yeah. it real with you. Um, I have come to this reality that I have this huge fear 
of love and this huge fear of um, abandonment because I've noticed in relationships, even when I'm just talking to someone and trying to get to know them, that one time I don't hear from them, I'm feeling like I did something wrong. I'm feeling like here you go Mm -hmm. playing me, here you go being inconsistent, and I'm getting in my head and I'm checking my phone and I'm putting off what I should be doing, you know what I'm saying, to just figure out what happened. And God spoke to me, and he said, you know, listen, I know that you want to date. I know that you really want someone, you know, you want you, you want the married life, you know what I'm saying? Like, you really want to know what it's like to genuinely be loved by a man, because I don't have a genuine relationship with one. And he was like, but I need you to understand that I need I need to challenge you, because you do all, you know, you're you're doing all this talking, and you're making yourself aware but we got to change some things up before we get back into it. So I'm going yeah. to announce on here today, I'm going to announce on here today, uh, Complex Angel is going on a celibate journey. Pray for me, y'all, okay. because um, I really do need to uh, just see what it's like to be be friends with a man without having that sexual energy. Like the spirit of lust is very dangerous. And the spirit of lust has drove me my whole life. And um, mm. I thought that I thought that I was controlling it by just being in a relationship with somebody. So that way it would prevent me from being promiscuous. But I was in a relationship where sex was our only communication, you know, at times. You know, and then in my last relationship, we had communication, but I wasn't getting that quality time. We had communication and we had sex, but it was like, it still didn't feel like a balance because it just felt like the only way I could intimately get with you is, you know what I'm saying, through sex sometimes. And I don't want that. I'm not I'm not saying that relationships is perfect, but I need to be able to um get to know you without having sex and like really stand on that boundary. So I'm saying it because I want my listeners and I want this platform to hold me accountable. I I don't I don't change shit until I bring it to this because that, you know, I, I put into the universe. So it was like, now I got to change up some shit. But mm-hmm. I'm just, that, 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 that being dick whipped is where the expectation and the entitlement comes from. And baby, I refuse to. So yeah, I'm, I'm going celibate and I'm about to be intentional with it. Cause I'm just really ready to just really learn some shit because I feel like sex distracted me and I need to peel back some layers, especially get to the root of the fear of this problem. I mean, I'm sorry, get to the root of the fear of love and the fear of loss. So that's my take. Girl, I am proud of you, and we definitely will hold you accountable. Y'all, I'm going to be on here with y'all. Everybody that tuned in, <laughs> we going to hold her accountable with this. We we rooting for you, okay? <laughs> we praying for you. All the prayer warriors, we want you to elevate. This is a this is a Thank big you. step. So I am really, really proud of you. That's dope. I'm happy that you brought it to this platform, too, because, you know, we're trying to live in our words now. We got to walk in our purpose. So I'm definitely yeah. going to be right here with you on this journey. Thank you. Dope, Complex. All right, y'all, we're going to go ahead. It's the closed caption of the show. Complex is the, I don't even know if that's the right thing to say. I don't know why I started saying that. But anyway, this is the closed Hey, listen, show. it's our we're platform. <laughs> okay, we go ahead, Complex. Drop us with that no apologies thought, followed by that self affirmation. Complex, go ahead. 
Okay, so I got one no apology thought and two affirmations tonight. This one just seemed like the best one because it goes with our sipping tea with the soul topic. It says you can't fuck up anything that is meant for you. So stop being so scared of what will happen. Trust your intuition and let your heart and soul guide you on this journey. I promise you, you cannot mess up anything that is meant for you. And that's 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 self-explained. I'm telling you, that's self-explained all the way, okay? Because I'm gonna tell y'all a little thing. When I first started to when I first started buying the house, buying the house journey, I wasn't really content with the houses that the realtor was showing me because at the time they own they they put you in a certain budget of what you know how much mortgage. So they have to when the realtor is finding houses, they have to keep in mind of that budget that that that's that's including taxes. You know what I'm saying as well. So. I called Queen K and I was like, Queen K, do you think God will, like, you know what I'm saying, like, punish me if I just, like, you know, don't go through with this and just, le- le- like, I was going to rent a house. And she was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying, he's going he's gonna, to um, show you, you know what I'm saying, like, why you should have just stayed with buying a house, you know what I'm saying, because that that's God's way. Mm-hmm. He knows that you're running. And it literally, after she said that, the uh, lender called me back and was like, hey, I see that you actually get bonuses, which can up your budget. So then she started saying the houses that I like. But it's just crazy because I was sitting up here really like I had had manifested, y'all, what I wanted. I wrote down how many rooms I wanted, what I wanted, Mm -hmm. and then I started to erase. And God was like, didn't you say you wanted, you know, like this many rooms? Didn't you say you wanted this? What is for you? You can't fuck it up. I'm telling you. Just go along with it. Um, And my affirmation, let's see, I'm going to go to one. I wrote this one today, and I'm going to repeat it to myself every day in the morning, three times, three to six times, no, six times a day. Um, It says, I am love, not fear. I trust myself and my decisions. My growth shows me I'm on the right path. I am worthy of everything I desire. This life, I wouldn't trade it at all. And my mm. other affirmation, my other affirmation is a picture that I had ordered off Amazon. It says, I am passionate, I am beautiful, I am educated, I am magic, I am intelligent, I am love, I am innovative, I am powerful, I am influential, and I am unapologetic. So that's all I got tonight, guys. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I got tonight. This is a lovely episode. Always peace. Well, I was about to say always tune in and love yourself, but peace. I'm Complex Angel. I'm the vibe. And I'm Queen K. I'm the vision. And we are out. Peace and love.